Welcome to this week's episode of Sweat Out, Happiness In. We're Lauren and Jason Pack, and we believe that fitness should be for anybody, everybody, and everybody. Let's get into the show. What is up, Achievers? So last week's episode, I said it was episode one, season two of the new show, and it got really complicated because there were so many different numbers, and we also had a different kind of series last year. We had a series that was specifically for personal trainers, and so it was actually like episode 147, but on the on the on the on the iTunes store it said 140, and then now we were throwing in season two, episode one. <laughs> so it was like like just kind of getting a little bit too confusing. So we're just gonna go back to our normal routine, and it's gonna be 148 today. Yeah, and then yeah. we'll just put in the episode like either in the show notes or in the name, we'll say if it was like, if it's something special or different. So if it's a yeah. Q&A episode, we'll say like Q&A episode instead of feeling like we needed to have different shows or different components of the show for each different type of interview yeah. or segment. So definitely. So we're just going to number it by the number <laughs> yeah. of episodes that are on the podcast. <laughs> we, like we don't strategize this. We don't have a team. Like we just <laughs> upload, we think of the, the, the question like, a couple minutes before and then we just hash it out here and then we edit it immediately so yeah there's not too much that goes into us it's just kind of like our raw thoughts which i think makes it good yeah yeah <laughs> totally um so yeah today today's episode was literally inspired about an hour ago by a discussion that we had with a, a classroom in of students of high school students yeah, uh one of our and seniors juniors and seniors um one of our good friends is a teacher and he asked us if we would be willing to hop on a Zoom call with with their student with his students. Um, they're specifically learning about health and nutrition in that um, and wellness in that class. Yeah, yeah. And um, what happened to them? Like, what, there was a COVID outbreak in their yeah, school. Yeah, so it was supposed to be that they were going to be in the classroom, and we were just going to be zooming into the classroom. The classroom, yeah. And then they had a couple of kids test positive, so they had to end up all going virtual for fourteen days. Oh right, because yeah. of that. So they were all, and this was like the first day back. So <laughs> everyone was like a little bit bummed to yeah. be in a different environment than they were expecting, but they were awesome. They I were mean, great. Honestly, I think it was selfishly better for us virtually because each person had their own individual screen yeah. rather than us looking into like a sea of people. Yeah. So I think it made it a little bit more personal and I think they felt a little bit comfortable and more safe being able to ask us questions within their own like little Zoom box, yeah, right? So that's true. I think it ended up working out really well. Yeah, it worked out really well. And so the main, we, um, Dylan, who is the their teacher, he had asked us, um, or he had gathered some just general questions from the class beforehand. And then the it was funny. They ran the gamut of some like very specific questions, some more broad questions. But really the main things that we ended up talking about were sort of what is the like what are the things in fitness that we were we're trying to overcome by creating our own space? Like what are the things that we've been focusing on and what do we find that could use like some work in terms of what is out there right now um and we'll we'll get into some of the specific topics that we ended up touching on but as we were jason and i were walking like literally from the car into our office we were saying or i was mentioning that i just really wish that i had had something like that in high school um a discussion that was about health and wellness and nutrition that wasn't about what you look like or how food impacts your size or weight or how fitness and working out impacts your size or weight, which was again, like kind of, it will go into it, but that was sort of what the topic uh, of conversation really focused on. Yeah. I think we kind of put 
I mean, we didn't even talk about it before we had the uh, had the interview, right? Yeah. But we, I think we both individually put some pressure on ourselves to make sure that we, if we were at that point in time, like what information would have been the most valuable, yeah. right? And I think uh, we really wanted to, each of us, just get across the point of just like that, you know, first of all, fitness doesn't have to be like this intense thing right that um that you have to look a certain way that you have to lift a certain amount of weight that you have to have this amount of muscle and just like that there are so many other reasons to be fit and to be healthy and all that yeah. and i think um making sure that we didn't uh pray in pray into uh any insecurities that you already have as a as a high school um student right yeah. which is like there's there's so much and like you think you should do things a certain way because it makes you look a certain way and we're like how can we break these but not in a way that is like preachy and like this is all wrong, but just like, hey, like, let's just be a little bit more sensible. Let's take a step back. Yeah, that's exactly what I was nervous about. Like, I didn't want to come across as being like everything that you've learned is wrong about nutrition and health and fitness. And yeah. you should be looking at it in a completely different lens. It's just like, here's another way of looking at health mm. and fitness. We wanted to just present them because seniors and juniors and seniors in high school very much have already started to form their own opinions like they're yeah. they're not as easily influenced like by adults at this point right mm -hmm. you know like they they have their own opinions but i just wanted to be able to present just another side of the story from people who are who are in the health and fitness industry because especially online i think that what people are mostly seeing especially uh on Instagram and on TikTok and even on YouTube somewhat that it's that fitness is all related to how you look. Yeah. And I think the conversation started getting really good once we once someone asked us like the impetus behind us opening our own space, yeah. right? Our own gym. You want to kind of touch on that? Yeah. So the yeah, they that was exactly the question and we kind of went into just our general motivation was that we didn't feel like there were a lot of spaces around us specifically that were very welcoming to a lot of different populations. We felt like the messaging and everything down to like the images that were used for marketing materials, it was all very much one type, one body type for women, one body type for men, right? Mm -hmm. Like thin women and jacked men. And <laughs> that was what was supposed to draw you into the space because you want to look like those people. Yeah, that's like the pinnacle of fitness and what you should strive for. Yeah, and there was just not no representation of different body types, never mind races, genders. Like it was all just very there was just one image that was presented over and over again. And then there was just a lot of focus and emphasis or almost exclusively focus and emphasis on transformations and that and transforming your body to look a different way rather than transforming your lifestyle to feel healthier or transforming your mindset like all of these things that we knew that once we could actually start working with people was the actual change that improved people's lives not losing 10 pounds necessarily mm -hmm. um but yeah the focus was like when somebody would come in for an, an initial consultation you took you weighed them and you took their body fat percentage and you had a discussion about you know what their that goals. their goals but it was always very much like like weight the assumption yeah. yeah the assumption was that you were gonna want to lose weight and mm -hmm. so that was like how you learned how to talk to people about their goals and yeah yeah it was like the the yeah the assumed starting off point and it wasn't there wasn't a deeper examination on why or you know what what else that 
motivates them and drives them. It was always just like surface level, like I want to lose ten pounds, I want to lose five pounds, and it's yeah. like, of course, that's like a going to be a a tough route to go on because you know working out consistently is 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 tough. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so yeah. So it was just the that emphasis over and over again started to make us realize that it was not only like kind of harmful for the people who are going to those spaces, but it was also keeping a lot of people from going from even going anywhere near those spaces. Yeah. So some people had just like enough bravery to be like, I'm going to go in, even though I know I'm going to feel super uncomfortable. I'm going to be looked at as somebody who's not healthy. I'm going to be judged. I'm all these things because that was just what was happening. And I'm going to still overcome this anyway, because my health is important to me. Yeah. And that was like, kudos to the people who are doing that. But I don't know if I would have the, that kind of bravery to like, overcome all of that in a in a space that just made me feel unworthy yeah you know yeah and it's like when we started training like i mean this was probably a couple years into our journeys as personal trainers and we had mistakenly assumed that if someone wasn't going into the gym on a consistent basis it's because they weren't being motivated enough like let's say by us or they didn't have the right information or they weren't following the right program or you know all these sorts of things but like ultimately came down to what a lot of people kind of expressed to us was that they just felt uncomfortable or felt like they didn't belong right and to the point where we literally put a decal like right when people walked in that said you belong here yeah (laughs) uh, in in, in our gym at chief fitness uh, because we wanted to make sure that you know everyone regardless of their um, ability level experience level age gender like whatever it might be it's like no you belong here and we will welcome you yeah yeah, yeah. and so that was that was absolutely that's why our mission statement from day one has been to bring more inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space it's been like let's bring more people in especially people who feel as though they have not been welcomed in the past uh, because yeah. that's that's just what we were seeing so the the conversation, so that sort of sparked the conversation about the difference between health and fitness or mm. if they're how much they're correlated or how much they're different. And yeah. like the, just the, the distinction between the two, which I thought one of the students brought up, which I thought was just such a great question. Like, is there a difference between health and fitness? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the students made a really good observation that that there even is a difference. Right. And mm. they're always paired together, health and fitness, health and fitness. And I think at this point, especially with like Instagram and social media, fitness has been brought to the forefront, right? And to the point where people are almost neglecting their health in chase, in pursuit of fitness. And so, uh, you know, here's the difference. Fitness, um, people try to get more fit by doing crash diets, right? Or maybe taking, um, you know, uh, intense supplements or even steroids or going on intense seven to 14 day cleanses and detoxes and um and fasts and stuff like that to look a certain way basically and that is the pursuit of fitness and you are ultimately neglecting your health a bit when you go for these like hacks just to become more quote-unquote fit Um, and i think if people focused on their health more i think they would realize that they would get to their fitness goals quicker in the long run even though it seems less quick and less uh, hacky and effective. Uh, I think uh, if people just thought about it as how can I serve my body the best way that it needs to be served, um, I think the fitness goals will kind of come as a result of that. Right? Yeah. So would you say then, Jason, that like a fitness goal is a um, 
uh, more like um, physical, like what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, more aesthetics image, driven? Aesthetics, thank you. Yeah. A, f- a fitness goal would be more for the, for the context of our conversation because yeah. different people view fitness differently, right? True, like yeah. for me, when I think about fitness, I think about how strong I am like, yeah. because I've already gotten to that point. What it used to be for me how I looked, my mm-hmm. aesthetics, if I had a six pack, like that was fitness to yeah. me. Now it's very different. So in this context of this conversation, are you thinking about fitness and the pursuit of fitness as the pursuit of aesthetic goals? Yeah. I Yeah. I guess primarily aesthetics. And I think there is certainly a large part of the population that also views fitness as performance as well. And I yeah. think that's where you're in that camp. Yeah. Um, let me kind of exp- uh, explain what it would happen if you tried to hack from a, per, yeah. from a performance standpoint. Right. So I mentioned steroids. That is a, obviously a fitness hack to try to drive more performance. Um, another more a less insidious one, or maybe it's more insidious, uh, <laughs> one is if you have pain in a certain area, but you push through the pain in order to lift more weights. Mm. So let's say your knees are bothering you one day, and you're like, but my program says to squat. So I'm going to squat, push through the pain, and I'm going to get my numbers on that squat. Like that would be uh, you pursuing fitness and neglecting your health a yes. bit. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Like I just wanted standpoint. to, that's perfect. I just wanted to make that distinction that we, there is a, there is a range of fitness mm. related goals. Um, but there are ways that we do see people sacrificing their health to get to those goals. But it's not always an aesthetic goal. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're doing yeah, that. I was for- actually... I was actually perpetuating <laughs> what we were trying to break just now. <laughs> so that's good to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. So, but the the idea is that our our recommendation is, like Jason was just saying, is to focus on the things that bring you greater health and yeah. the things that make you feel better. And those are not always correlated with the things that make you either have more muscle or have less body fat or can lift more weight. Like they're not always correlated. Sometimes they are Yeah. like sometimes having a healthy approach to like a healthy lifestyle and a healthy approach is going to get you to some of those more fitness related goals. Mm -hmm. Um, It might be a slower process. Most likely it will be a slower process, but it might, it will also most likely be a longer lasting process. Yeah. And just a more natural, yeah, just, I guess a, a, a more natural, like, byproduct of your healthy habits Mm. so and i think that that is something that i never really understood or or nobody had ever really expressed to me was that your your aesthetics your physical appearance is is a is a byproduct of kind of just like how you treat your body in general Mm -hmm. um it shouldn't be but it shouldn't be why you're treating your body the way you're treating your body does that make sense yeah yeah so i you you should be aiming for I shouldn't say should because everyone's on their own journeys, but a great thing to aspire to would be to aim for health. And so ask yourself, like, would it be in my benefit right now for my overall health to eat, you know, uh, a salad or am I eating the salad because I want to lose weight? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Does that make sense? Because either way, like eating a salad's great. If you're doing it for the right reasons, but it could also be like super harmful if you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. And you end up, if you are doing it for the wrong reasons and you're doing it in order to look a certain way and you are inherently just restricting yourself and you're going to feel resentment about that. Yeah. And there's no one to spread that resentment to. So you end up doing it to yourself, which mm. is, uh, 
which ends up being very, very harmful internally, yeah. right? And it ends up uh, manifesting in different ways, and it's it's a spiral. Like you you continue to do it, yeah. right? So it's um, yeah, it's tough. And I think um, what that ended up transitioning to was the fact that you can be you can be very healthy, and that just shows up in so many different ways and different yes. uh, body types and different ability levels and all that. And I think that's where really the conversation got really deep and nuanced and where a lot of people resonated because, yeah, I mean, everyone, most people don't fit into the this picture perfect of like a, a, a thin woman and a jacked man, right? Yeah. It's just like, it's there's so much more nuance to that. And it's like, yeah. And, and we, I think we brought it back to a lot of the kids were actually athletes right so mm. they were um in various different sports and it was like you know there is a, a co- you can't compare a cross-country runner to someone who plays hockey to someone who plays baseball or to someone who plays basketball like it's just like healthy and fitness doesn't have a look right yes. health and fitness doesn't have a look exactly and so yeah i actually remember i did a um remember i went to a girl scouts Thing. Yeah, yeah. And they were she, the woman who asked me to come, asked me to just speak on um, healthy body image. Mm-hmm. And so I brought pictures of four professional athletes, um, women because this was for Girl Scouts, and with just vastly different body types. And mm-hmm. they're all gold medal athletes in the Olympics, right? Yeah. And saying that each of their bodies was exactly perfect for mm. everything that they're trying to accomplish in li- in their yeah. life. And there are women who have a much higher body fat percentage or a much lower body percentage or are much taller or much shorter. And all of their bodies are completely perfect for what they are trying to accomplish. And they love their bodies for that. And we lose that at some point when we're not necessarily pursuing athletics in any way. I think we start to lose that when I think when we're pursuing sports, we can appreciate it a little bit more that you can see that direct correlation between like my body just allowed me to do this sport. Yeah. And I'm so appreciative for that. But if you don't have something like that and you're just working out in the gym, sometimes we can lose that that appreciation for what our body's doing, because the gym has started to feel like the the goal of the gym is to change your body as opposed to your goal being to watch your body do really cool things. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, that that was one of the positives that came out of um, the ESPN, like, bodies magazines. Yeah. um, Where they would show just different, yeah, different body types that were perfect and elite at the given task that they were trying to do. So whether it was Olympic weightlifting or whether it was football or baseball or volleyball, like, yeah, it's like they had the perfect body type for their specific situation and they look completely different from all the other elite athletes out there. So I thought that that was a very powerful representation. Yeah, totally. And I mean, it's so funny. It's so ingrained in us and you and I are so careful with our words, but both of us have said, um, have, I think in today, we've both said things like, uh, picture perfect bodies like mm. as a representation of like what people you know that there's like these thin and and jacked bodies and yeah. those are just quote unquote picture perfect and right. that's just ingrained in us yeah. that they're not picture perfect bodies. Right. i mean it should be that every literally everybody's body is picture perfect yeah. you should always feel that your body is perfect for what you're trying to accomplish right now and it's okay to want to make changes because you want to feel better you want to be healthier all of these things like that's all great but to be striving for quote-unquote picture perfect what that is in society um is what we're trying to get away from yeah 
And I think once we kind of like were hitting upon these, I, you can almost see like just relief, yeah. right? Across the different screens of just like, oh, these aren't kind of people that were going to come in here and tell us like exactly what to eat and what kind mm-hmm. of macros to do and like how you should look this certain way. And we were just basically telling them the opposite. Like yeah. you don't have to do any of this. And I think one of the questions that we got was, how many times should I work out a week? Yeah. And I think you had a really good answer for that. And which is what we tell all of our listeners, followers, and gym members of what is your availability, right? Because if we say five times a week and you can only work out once a week for 30 minutes at a time, <laughs> like that's going to be, first of all, that's not setting up for success. And second of all, that's going to make you feel crappy, right? right? And so I think um, that was another kind of like eye opener of like, oh, I dictate the rules, not the other way around. So I thought that was a pretty powerful moment. Yeah, yeah. and that we can, we can as fitness professionals, I think it's our job to give the best advice for each individual as opposed to giving broad, overarching, sweeping recommendations. Yeah. And so, like, obviously on social media and on Instagram, like, we are speaking to a large audience, so we have to give sometimes the best advice that we can give in mm, general. Yep. So there's sometimes there's just generalized information that we will put out that we say, like, in general, this works. Yeah. But if anybody comes to us individually and specifically asks us a question, we always follow it up with more questions. Yeah. We always have to learn more about that individual person to give them actual individual answers that may differ from the general recommendations that we give. So even in that scenario, the the, um, young woman who had asked the question said, I I asked her, how many days a week would you have to be able to work out? And she said, probably three to four. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, so my recommendation would be to choose either three or four, depending on what, what you think will work best for you. And if it's three, you would do three total body strength training workouts. And if it's four, you can either do four total body or you could start to split it up into upper body workouts and lower body workouts and alternate them. And so it's just that little piece of like, there is going to be different advice for just different circumstances, mm. even in your own life. Like yeah. even if you're, cause sometimes, and you mentioned this, Jason, as a follow up to that is that it's also not going to be the same advice forever because yeah. your life changes and your circumstances change. And when we were in college, we went to the gym every single night at like 10 PM <laughs> and lifted for two hours because we were a little bit, you know, cuckoo and <laughs> we also like had the time you yeah. know we just like had the time and we could do it and we had so much freedom and we enjoyed it and yeah. at this point in our life we have so much going on we have a kid like we're lucky to squeeze in a half hour workout sometimes yeah 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 i mentioned that in college we worked out six days a week when we started being personal trainers it was probably four days a week when we started getting a lot of clients it was more like three days a week and at this point it's around two to three days a week as small business owners and um, you know parents yeah um and i kind of related it back to them they a lot of them were athletes and so it might change depending on whether they're in season or out of season so if you're in in season then maybe you actually want to dial things back a bit in the gym because your primary priority is whatever sport that you're trying to uh, excel at. Uh, but during the off season, once you're not practicing the sport, then it might be helpful to spend some more time in the gym. So it's like just giving so many different um, options for them and giving rationale behind each thing as opposed to just saying, you need to lift five days a week uh, once in the morning, once in the evening, and you should do mobility for 15 minutes a day, and you should do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yeah, sure, if they're like a robot with no other things going on, but yeah. you know, we have to, we have to figure out, we have to give more contextual information. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. What I else? mean, we just literally focused. We just gave a basically. There was actually no direction to this podcast except for <laughs> just to talk about what we talked about with the class, right? Because yeah. it just was a cool. It's fresh on our minds, and it was a cool conversation, and we had some really great questions. So just kind of wanted to to put that out there and just say that this was something that we've been talking about and give the opportunity for all of you who listen to, to ask us any follow-up questions too. Um, it's just a, it's just an important conversation that we have so frequently with our own team, like with the coaches that work at achieve and also with our members that I think we definitely can get in a little bit of a bubble thinking that this is common, um, that it's very common to hear that, health is not about like how your size or how you look and that fitness is not about your size and how you look and all of these things uh, don't have to be correlated. But I think that that's actually very common and what most people assume. Yeah. And actually let's, let's end that off with this. Um, I think one of the final questions was just talking about how we view the current trend on social media and kind of where that sort of uh, climate is and what we talked about was when we first started our sort of Instagram like journey. Um, I think the first couple of years of that, it was very, very aesthetics driven, very transform transformation driven, and very Instagram like, in general, not in- our not our Instagram. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we never actually did that. <laughs> um, and I would say it was like ninety seven percent like that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think um, we are seeing a growing trend of people that are kind of countering those points mm-hmm. and being more uh, um, nuanced with their information and saying that it doesn't have to be this way. Like fitness doesn't have to be have this exact look. Not everything has to be served up in a blanket statement and has to be so rigid and has to really prey on insecurities and be... Um, you know, this way. And uh, we were definitely seeing a growing trend of accounts um, leaning towards that direction. And I think what we ended off the conversation with was just audit the accounts that you follow. And if you find that a specific account doesn't make you feel good for whatever reason, just internally, you get that gut feeling of like, ooh, like I need to do something or I need to do something about myself to make myself feel better. Like it might be time to unfollow that account, right? And to then maybe you even replace it with an account that does make you feel better because the content that you consume is just so important to your overall psyche, I think, right? Because you're not even actively making any decisions. You're passively consuming them and your brain is subconsciously just formulating these thoughts and opinions and all that. And before you realize it, like you're in a not so great place because of that content. Yeah. And so it's really important, we think, to just audit some of these accounts that you might be uh you following and um just reconsider them yeah and it it can be it can be a challenge to do that because i i talk myself out of unfollowing accounts like 10 times before i actually unfollow them yeah because i'm like but they're like i do enjoy some of their content every once in a while some of their information is really helpful and also like i kind of want to see what is happening on that side of things like i just completely like tell myself like no I can overcome you know I can ignore the stuff I don't like and focus on the stuff that I like but you you can't like you really can't ignore it it really does get get to you and if you're noticing that as soon as you see a post from an account it gets under your skin or it makes you feel insecure it makes you feel bad Mm. like try to be less like me and just hit that unfollow (laughs) button a little faster but I get I get why it's hard you know I think um, a prime example of this very recently and very like relevantly to our lives is um uh, food blog accounts for 
kids, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Lauren gets a ton of great information from a lot of these accounts, and she'll educate me with different types of stuff. Like, for example, there is, um, like, like I know that Kendrick won't eat a certain type of vegetable, and Lauren mentioned to me that even if Kendrick won't eat it, it would be helpful to just still offer it to him and then don't say that you don't like this say that oh you're still learning to like this and there's like all these like sort of tidbits that have been very helpful um in terms of re kind of framing food and nutrition in general um but there are some of these accounts that i could tell lauren isn't in a great headspace after reading some of these posts because they get shamey sometimes yeah. right some of the accounts yeah. of like you have to do this if you don't do this then you are a bad mother basically yeah. <laughs> that's what it basically comes down to and i was like well why don't you just unfollow these accounts <laughs> and follow the ones that actually provide more uh sensible advice yeah. and yeah. i think that's what led to you that story that you just said totally yeah. absolutely that is what led to it yeah because i definitely from those accounts i'll i'll still convince myself like but they're they're nutritionists and they have valuable information about what kind of kinds of foods are good for development and all these things but it's like that's like i also understand nutrition i also understand what's good for development i need to focus on the the help the accounts that are helpful in saying both this is a great strategy Uh and you're doing a great job no matter what you're doing like i need to hear that as much as it sounds when i say it out loud i feel silly sometimes for Mm -hmm. feeling like I can really let that stuff get under my skin. Like I know better when I'm taking a step back and when I'm not looking at it, when I'm not reading it, I, I know better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it, and so that's, it's proof that you can know better and you can still be very influenced by just the passively scrolling and things like that, that you're seeing. So, yeah, I think, I, I mean, this is for anyone who kind of creates content as almost like a business, but, um, I think it is worthwhile to just consider the topic that you're discussing and how kind of how much potential emotional baggage there could Mm, be, right? And I think we're very cognizant that health and fitness brings about a lot of emotional baggage. Um, And I think obviously parenting brings about (laughs) a lot of that. Um, You know, I follow a lot of like photography and videography accounts and it's not not like they're like, (laughs) because it's a camera, you're not going to get emotional about it. So I think... um, yeah, it's just I think there is a lot of um, pressure to not pressure, but you sh- you should you should you should feel you should pressure. Consider, you should consider that yeah. um, that there are like very strong feelings on the other side that you could be manifesting in the way you position your material. I guess. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So, so yeah, and I think that it brings it full circle to just the amount of like emotional attachment that there is to looking a certain way in health and fitness and Mm -hmm. how we're trying to eliminate that by not perpetuating it on social media, in our podcast, in our gym, like in all those places and just normalizing talking about health and fitness in a way that doesn't include the way you look like not, not necessarily even having to say like, Oh, don't worry about your appearance or that's stupid or bashing all this stuff. Like we don't bash anything. We just talk about it as if it's very normal to want to strength train, to come to the gym because it feels great for your mental health, to work on your mobility because you want to be able to more easily get up and down off the floor. And we don't, we just don't bring up 
the other components unless it's brought up to us and then we'll have a discussion about it. Yeah. But just normalizing that health and fitness doesn't, that doesn't have to be a part of the conversation if, if it's not brought up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good closing right there. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was really fun to be able to do that. We were really grateful to our friend Dylan who, um, is, us on. yeah, is their teacher. So that was great. Yeah. Um, a couple of, uh, uh, question, side questions that they had uh, Max back squat which we thought was pretty funny that was but, so funny uh, mine is 395 and I can never actually get to that 400 barrier um, and probably right now post pandemic uh, it I'm probably at like 300 like yeah. somewhere like far less than where I was at <laughs> yeah but, mine was 215 mm-hmm. in a powerlifting meet in a powerlifting meet yeah but my max now would probably be like I don't know 165 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just way down right now so it felt it felt almost like I was like I don't want to be like fake news right now. Like, oh yeah, I can totally <laughs> squat don't, 215. Don't, don't ask me to do it right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Matt, if you're going for a personal best of all time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was funny. I wanted to know who asked that. You tried to guess it was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they asked, do we do couples workouts? Oh, couples workouts. Uh, we we said we work out side by side <laughs> in headphones, listening to different kinds of music <laughs> or podcasts. Uh, but we don't actually do the, the Instagram like push up on each other and like, squat each other we did so. do a family workout with kendrick one time for oh that Instagram. was yeah, that was actually pretty, pretty funny <laughs> yeah it's pretty that's pretty fun but yeah no i mean we enjoy working out at the same time but for us it's it's not i don't know I, I, we don't find more value in like doing a couple's exercise than we would just doing our own exercises yeah, yeah. for the goals that we have personally so yeah and we, we do like i think another follow-up question to that was whether or not we do like different stuff and oh it's yeah like, no we do the same general scheme of exercises um but um just slightly differently or different yeah. focuses or different intensities like sometimes i like to go like a uh, um, heavier and i certainly don't like to go higher reps and sometimes you experiment with higher reps so yeah I, and uh, i i think I, my tendency if i was just gonna do a workout that i just like fully just liked mm-hmm. my tendency would be to choose eight reps yeah. And your tendency would be to choose like, like three. three to five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> five would be like cardio. Basically. Yeah. And so I definitely, I need to get in the right mindset to go into the three to five reps. Like I like to do that as well. And it feels yeah. really good and really strong, but it's not my natural tendency. And your natural tendency would certainly not to be to do eight to 10 reps. Yes, it would be to do not. three to five. So yeah, just, but we end up doing very similar things because we kind of know that that's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely want to make sure that we kind of got that across too. It's not like Lauren does hit workouts yeah. and then I do like heavy power lifting. It's yeah. like, no, we will both do the same thing. Right. Yeah. What were the other rapid fire, like, or um, the other kind of off topic questions? I think those are the main ones. Yeah. Those are only two, like, I feel like quick ones. So <laughs> I think we can end it here. That was, yeah. that was good. 35 minutes. So yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, what is our closing statement? I don't remember. I think last time we were like, do we have a closing statement? We used to say until next time. Uh, Sweat out happiness in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and until next time. We know we didn't have any sort of like. <laughs> no, do we? Not? <laughs> like you just said, like what was our closing statement? And until next time. We should probably have like a wrap up, like couple sentences or something. Yeah. Like, that. yeah. like we should be like, hey. Uh, oh, you know what? Oh, we should say, we should say this. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast if you like the episode oh, leave us a review. review yeah we forgot it. we like, forgot what platform we're on people ask us all the time like oh like who is your social media like manager like who creates the content it's like and it's us and there's no like crazy strategy about it it's just like 
whatever is on our we minds that what day. We can when we can, and <laughs> our goal is to just bring as much information in different different methodologies and different platforms so that people can access it um, at different times. But yeah, yeah. we're certainly not. Uh, put together all the time <laughs> but yeah if you could subscribe on and leave us a review any of the major podcast yeah yeah i think we're on all of them like stitcher spotify uh anchor like the, all, all of iTunes. them so, yeah, yeah itunes yeah so that'd be great great and leave us a review and let us know also if you have any topics that you'd like us to cover we did get a ton of great feedback on uh topics so we have a list going but this just happened to be top of mind today so we wanted to record it yeah um but yeah if you ever have a topic of conversation you would like us to address we'd be happy to hear it and until next time sweat out happiness in Woo. <laughs> <laughs>